Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. understand how many people that they know the scriptures they have the Bible but they don't they don't have the Holy Spirit living inside them they they, they don't they don't have the empowering that comes only from him so yeah they, they have the words but they don't have much else a pencil with no lead a pen with no ink or a lamp with no oil Many of us would be quick to recognize how useless these items would be without their primary elements. In today's message, Pastor Robert reflects on the importance of not letting your lamp run dry by continually being refilled by the oil of the Spirit of God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 25, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Alright, Matthew chapter 25, Jesus is still teaching his disciples about living in a state of readiness and anticipation. You remember we're in the final week, it's leading up to the the trial, the crucifixion and everything, and the disciples are asking him about his return. You know, they threw that question out at the beginning of chapter 24, how are we going to know? You know, what's going to be the sign of your coming and when all these things are going to happen and and all of this? And and what he told them was, it's kind of like the thing about the mask versus hand washing. He's like, listen, what you guys need to be worried about is being ready whenever I come. Living in a state of preparedness. Matthew 25, Jesus said, then the kingdom of heaven. Now, what's he talking about then? Then. He's talking about the end time, the very, at the very end. He's like, Then the kingdom of heaven should be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. In other words, they, they had a jar of oil and they had their lamp. They didn't just go with an empty lamp. They went with the jar of oil. While the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard, behold, the bridegroom is coming, go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. So they they were lit, right? But the wise answered saying, no, lest there should not be enough for us and for you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. 
Afterward, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open up to us. But he answered and said, assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Now, remember, who's he talking to? He's talking to his own followers. He's talking to his disciples. Jesus is addressing those who know him and have been following him. And he says, you guys, you keep asking me, uh, you know, about the sign of my coming and when all this stuff's going to happen and all these kind of things. You're not going to know that. You know neither the day nor the hour. But you need to be ready for it. And then he tells them this parable. And this story warns us that while the whole church is aware that Jesus is coming, the bridegroom is coming, but not everybody's going to actually be prepared for it. Not everyone will be prepared for his arrival. You know, in the scriptures, oil, it's almost always a picture of the Holy Spirit. The reason we have anointing oil, the reason I believe that the book of James tells us You know, when somebody's sick, call for the elders, anoint them with oil, and and God will heal them. And I'm paraphrasing there. But this represents the Spirit of God. And you see that all through the Scriptures. Oil representing the Spirit of God. In this case, all ten virgins have their little oil lamp. They all had that. They had the capacity of shining light into the darkness. All ten of them get up and trim their wicks and get the wick ready, you know, make sure it's in good shape. But only five have the oil. Five of them have empty lamps. I was thinking about that, and I don't want to get bogged down. Sometimes we get bogged down trying to figure out details of, of these parables and these, these stories. You know, what does, that, what does that little lamp represent? I don't know. Could be your body could be the scriptures, could be the word of God. Do you understand how many people that they know the scriptures, they have the Bible, but they don't, they don't have the Holy Spirit living inside them. They, 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 don't, they don't have the empowering that comes only from him. And so, yeah, they, they have the words, but they don't have much else. In his letters to the seven churches in Revelation chapters 1 and 2, Jesus calls almost all of the churches to repent. The churches. He calls them to repent. One of them, he gets really specific, and he says to them, if you don't, I'm going to cast you into the great tribulation. These are churches. Now, this is scary stuff for those of us who call ourselves Christians. Because Jesus is telling one of these churches... You're going to go through the tribulation unless you repent. Now, that should be a wake-up call because, I mean, we're, we're counting on being raptured and not having to go through that stuff, right? Would you agree that we're counting on that? I mean, those of us who know and love the Lord Jesus, and yet it's clear in the book of Revelation, somebody's going through that stuff because they're unrepentant, even though there's relationship, even though there's... They got the lamps, but they got no oil. There's something wrong. In his letter to the followers of Jesus in Thessaloniki, Paul gives instructions regarding this idea of living a life of readiness for the return of the Lord Jesus. First Thessalonians chapter 5, and I'm going to read you a bunch of it. Okay, pay attention. Verses 1 through 22. 
Paul said to the Thessalonians, he said, concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. So right off the bat, we're clear what we're talking about here, right? We're talking about this, again, readiness for the return, readiness for the day of the Lord, judgment day, the second coming of the Lord and, and followed by the judgment day. And he says, for, verse three, for when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, but you, brethren, are not in darkness so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night. Those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another, just as you also are doing. And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. Now, we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 
3055312730. That number again is 3055312730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.